Hello, and thanks for listening to Grace 91.1 FM and The Gate with Pastor Eric Kluth. The Gate is a program that focuses on the events, the happenings, the people, and the places in our local communities. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Gate. Today, I'm joined by a friend of mine. His name is Peter Opa, and Peter has a ministry in West Africa, but he's based here in Casa Grande. Peter, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Oh, I'm excited for you to be here as well. Uh, Peter, uh, many would probably instantly think, why is Peter in Casa Grande if you are working in West Africa? Great. Uh, It's amazing how God works. I live in Casa Grande in Africa. I, I live between here and my village in Africa. So I'm in the U.S. for a few months every year, and then the rest of the year, I'm in Africa obeying the Lord's calling. What is the Lord's calling? I, I mean, as as uh, I mentioned earlier in the beginning here, uh, you have a, a ministry called Rethink Africa. Yes. What is Rethink Africa? Rethink Africa is my calling. And it started when I feel the Lord calling me to go back home, to go back to Africa and share his love with the people over there. There is an incredible level of poverty over there, as we all know. Uh, A lot of people are dying from hunger and starvation, Uh, contrary to what some might think, that uh, preventable diseases are killing people in Africa. Yes, that's a problem. But what is really killing people is poverty. But we put that aside. Maybe, maybe if we have time, I can expand shit on that later. So after living in the United States for several years, I started feeling a huge burden for the people in my hometown. And I prayed to God to guide me in how to you know, respond appropriately. And after fasting and praying about it, I felt led to create Rethink Africa. And I chose the name Rethink Africa because I do believe that Africa Africa could be better if uh, those who care about the situation over there will have a different perspective on the way they try to help us as opposed to, you know, following the status quo of giving handouts. Uh, You know, there's so much more that one can do. Uh, to change lives in Africa than giving handouts. And that's that's why I chose the word Rethink Africa. Yeah, because, uh, you know, when we went to lunch the other day, you were telling me your story, and you were saying that Africa has always had missionaries coming over, right? Yes. And in fact, you were impacted by uh, missionaries from America coming over and staying with your family. Yes. And, and helping you. But then over the years, uh, as people put their faith in Christ, they are like, well, the missionaries, they just come and they do, they just build churches, right? Right. Right. But, but then that's where it started, really started moving in your heart because there's so much more. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, after living in the U.S. for many years, and God has blessed me here uh, tremendously, for which I'm very grateful I started visiting home, like most immigrants do. And I remember the first time I visited, I had a town hall meeting with the people because everybody was coming to me for help, 
telling me their problems. Because when you live in America and you go back home, people think you have the answers to their problems because they think that you are rich. When, when you live in America, people automatically assume you have money. And so when I visited, people started coming to me, you know, help me with this. And I, and I know this, uh, this request are genuine because I grew up there. I, I understand the situation. But what struck me the most was when they started, the people started telling me that they wonder why the missionaries who came to evangelize them and share the good news of Christ and build churches will not do anything to help their situation. They just planted churches, handed them Bibles, and that's all. You know, they don't care about helping them in any way possible. And that question really haunted me for a long time. And that was part of the reason why I started praying to God to help me so that the people don't lose their faith. The people don't think that, you know, our words, our actions don't match our words because the Bible tell, tell us to care for the least of this. The Bible tells mm -hmm. us as Christians that whatever you do for the least of this, you do for me. When I was hungry, you feed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me water and on and on. But we never saw that from the missionaries who came to my hometown. Hmm. What did you see? What we saw was evangelism, planting churches, which is good. Mm -hmm. It's needed. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, that's fundamental. That's basic. Mm -hmm. We need the salvation of God through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And the people appreciate that. They responded to it. They converted to uh, Christianity. They started going to church. But the Bible also tells us in First John, I believe, mm -hmm. that, you know, how can you uh, say the love of Christ is in you when your brothers and sisters are in need and you are in a position to do something, but you... You didn't care. How can you say the love of Christ is in you? I, I don't remember what the exact. Yeah, that. it's First John three, and 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 I'll I'll read it for our listeners because the, I think you're you're touching upon something that's really massive because uh, there is and I and I don't want people to get confused. There is a, a need for missionaries to go and share the gospel of Jesus Christ, and and Peter, you'd agree with that. Yeah, right? absolutely. And and that's what. That's what brings a rebirth, a, a new creation. But then there is a calling as a family of God, as yes. brothers and sisters, to yes. take care of each other. Yes. And yes. so in 1 John 3, uh, 17 is uh, the scripture passage that um, Peter is talking about. He says, or I'm going to start in verse 16. It okay, says, thank you, brother. By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. The brethren here is speaking of those who have faith in Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. But he says this in verse 17, John writing to the church, he says, but whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? Mm -hmm. And then he goes on to say, my little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Mm -hmm. And by this, we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him, him being God, right? Yes. Um, so, 
there is uh, there is a, a step further. You know, yes, we need to preach the gospel. That is the first yes. portion. That yes. is a major portion. Yes. People need to hear the truth. Because in your town, uh, what is the primary religion there? Is it? The primary religion is what I would call the traditional African religion, which is Vodou. Um, in the Western world, you call it Voodoo. Voodoo. Yeah. Yeah. Benin Republic is the origin of Voodoo spirituality. Yeah. That is the the traditional the, religion. The traditional but religion. Thank God Almighty, with the advent of Christian missionaries, God has shown light on deep, deep, deep darkness that was brought about by the Vodou religion because it's a very, very dark religion. And I'm so grateful that today there are churches all over Benin Republic and people are responding to the gospel. People are accepting Jesus Christ. Mm. Praise God. Yeah. Amen. And that's, and that's, the, that's where the life changes. But now there's a call uh, to help our brothers and sisters who are in need. Yes. And that's where Rethink Africa comes It's all in. about, yes. Because now God had placed this burden on your heart to say, man, my brothers and sisters in Christ are dying Yes, because they are in need of some physical basic items. Not like, we're not talking like Mercedes Benzes <laughs> or anything like that. No, just the basic. Yeah. Because that's, that's just the basic. And, and that's... that's Basically, what Rethink Africa does is give our Christian brothers and sisters the opportunity to use their God-given blessing to help people in Africa, to share their blessings with their uh, fellow Christians in Africa. And like you said, we are not asking for lotteries. You know, most of the things that are taken for granted here in the United States are the things people need to survive. For example, we all know about the issue of clean water. So I'm not going to go into that. There are a lot of ministries, you know, doing uh, water projects in Africa. So we think Africa doesn't do that. But I'm talking about other things like, for example, students dropping out of school because they're hungry. In America, every day, our grocery stores pick up so-called expired bread and put them in trash. And sometimes I wish I had a means to ship this so-called expired bread to Africa. So we have, we have abundance here. Mm -hmm. We're talking about basic things like food. Hygiene needs. Hygiene needs. Yeah. You know, like soaps. And for young girls not to drop out of school because they're doing their monthly cycle. Yeah. They, they, I, don't, I don't ever imagine any teenager girl in America dropping out of school because they don't have money to buy uh, sanitary pads. But these are the things that are holding people back in Africa. It's because they have to pay for their education too, correct? Absolutely. And so the families uh, have to decide what's more important. Yes. Food on the table 
a lot of family have to choose between putting food on the table and buy books. A lot of families have to choose between feeding their kids and buy pen and notebooks for them. Mm. You know, things like that. Yeah, that's, that's basic, how, like basic, pencils, basic pens, yes. uh, you know, erasers. But that all, all that stuff costs money, you know, and, and, and at the end of the day, the family's going to take whatever it takes to survive. To survive, yes. And so your mission, one of the areas of Rethink Africa is a program called Food for School. Yes, that's, that's why um, Rethink Africa created this program, Food for School, because it breaks my heart that smart, talented kids are dropping out of school, not because they are not motivated, not because they didn't want to go to school, but because they don't have these basic things like food. How can a child stay in school how can they learn when their stomach is empty, oh. when they're thinking of where their next meal is coming from? So the Food for School program helps the kids that want to go to school but have been held back by hunger. That's one of the things we do with the Food for School program. Another thing that we do is we buy school uniforms for them. All the basic things they need, we buy school uniform, we buy books for them, we buy pens and, and pencils, everything they need to go back to school. So those school dropouts that are willing to go back are among our priorities. And I can tell you, God is great. It's been amazing how many dozens of kids who were formerly dropouts have been able to turn their lives around through the Food for School program. Mm. Some of them are now in college. Wow. Yes. Imagine young girls who had given up hope because there was no one to help them. And then the Food for School program came around. They were able to go back to the classroom and finish high school. And then from high school, they are now in college. Some have already graduated from college and are now working. Um, one of them is the manager of Samsung Electronics in Cotonou. Really? But yes. So uh, Samsung Electronics has a huge store in, in Cotonou. Uh, one of the young men who is a manager there was a beneficiary of the Food for School program. Wow. He didn't have any means to finish his college program, but, you know, God did it. Because I don't want to take any credit for it. You know, it's, it's God who provides the Bible tells us that God is the source of all things. Mm. And so I don't, I don't like people tell, thanking me or saying, oh, no, no, it's not me. It's God. But the point is that we've been able to turn so many lives around, giving them hope through the Food for School program. Mm. Yeah, and, you know, I was looking at your website, which is uh, foodforschool.net, uh, Yes. And there's ways that you can, uh, well, one, you can hear testimonies, you can see what the ministry is all about, or this program from uh, Rethink Africa, Food for School is all about. But one way is that it says that you want to partner with us. And so yeah. there's like different options. And one of the, you, you speak about food, right? And I love that you linked it to Amazon because Amazon, <laughs> you can ship anything any, in the world with through Amazon, right? Right, right. Absolutely. And, and so, uh, you know, what he what what Peter's talking about is is just like buying a a box of Ritz crackers. 
I mean, like, there it's a package of six. Hot chocolate mix, things like that. Yeah, stuff like that for lunches and probably or snacks or just yes. basic items. We're not talking about, like, steaks, steaks <laughs> or lobster tails here. <laughs> right. You know, it's just basic items, you know. And so I think that that's something that is really awesome because oftentimes – uh, you know, people want to make a difference. You know, like we talked about at lunch, Americans are very generous. Yes. Right? Absolutely. I, I, I'm a living proof <laughs> of that. Americans are the most generous people I've ever known. Mm. But I do believe that no matter how generous somebody is, if they are not aware of a particular situation, there is nothing they can do. Correct. That's why I'm very grateful for this opportunity to share about uh, my ministry because I believe in the goodwill of the American people. Mm. And I'm hoping, I'm praying that God will speak to them, that they will prayerfully think about uh, supporting us so that we can uh, continue to touch lives in the name of Jesus Christ in Africa. Yeah, and, and and I think that most people want to give, especially believers. I think that we we have that heart to help, like you said, but we just don't know the opportunities that are out there. And so I love the fact that oftentimes we're like, well, we can't go to Africa because we have work schedules, our kids mm-hmm. are in school. Man, we just can't we can't go and physically help these kids, but they can do it through you. <laughs> you and food for school. Yes. You can you can help and be a part of this by donating uh, either finances. Uh, you can help by praying. Uh, praying. We should be praying always, right? Yes. And for God opening doors. But you can also purchase these supplies that are on the Foods for School website. Uh, you know, uh, hygiene, school supplies, food. You can you can help in all those areas. When people go to www.foodforschool.net, they can see a list of our needs by clicking on the Join Us page. So when you go to uh, foodforschool.net, click on Join Us page, and you will see the link for our Amazon wish list. We have Amazon wish list on the website, and when you go there, you will see a list of the items we need. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the items we need include laptops for the college students. This is unaffordable. Uh, less than 20% of college students in Africa, especially in Benin, have access to laptops. And this is not a luxury in this day and age. That's just an example. Another thing we need it's uh, feminine uh, products for the teenage girls, mm. so that they don't, so that they don't stop going to school when it's that time of the month for them. Yeah. So, um, please, if you are listening to this, uh, kindly go to the website and go to the Join Us page and click on our Amazon wish list and help us uh, in whatever way you could. So, yeah, if you can help. In any way, um, Peter, when somebody purchases on Amazon, uh, I know that we talked about that you are 
filling a container, which is in California. Yes. And so these items, they would actually go to the container. Absolutely. We have a warehouse in Pasadena. And when somebody buys these items on Amazon, there is the, the address for the warehouse is on the website and they can ship it there directly. Uh, the manager of the warehouse has been very kind. Uh, he's a Christian man himself, and uh, he has agreed to, you know, take care of whatever uh, packages arrive for Rethink Africa. So that's one way they can do that. And um, for those who are in the Casa Grande... Uh, the Central Arizona look area. Area. Central Arizona, uh, you can actually uh, connect with you. Or you can connect with uh, Calvary Chapel here in Casa Grande uh, with your donated items, and you can actually bring them to the church, and we will get them to Pasadena. Yes, and if anyone um, wants to reach me directly with any uh, suggestions, if you have any connections for us, uh, please feel free to call me. Uh, my phone number is 510 9711 and my name is Peter Okpa and I would definitely encourage you I, if you've heard this I, I've got to believe that the Holy Spirit is moving in in, in your hearts uh, to help out some way uh, again you know a box of crackers you might not think that that makes a difference but it makes a huge difference right it uh, does a, a yes. package of feminine products would make a huge difference yes hot chocolate mix hot chocolate mix pens pencils notebooks laptops yes. and we need laptops yes so, lots of laptops lots of laptops yes yeah and so as we conclude here i just wanted to read out of the book of acts chapter two you know when uh the church was exploding peter peter in the bible uh gave this a gospel message and it changed lives people were getting baptized in jesus name mm. and the church was exploding but one of the things that i look at uh, in one of the areas why I think that the church exploded, it was because it comes down to the love that they had for one another. Mm. And so it says in Acts chapter 2, verse, I'm actually going to start in verse 41. Those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now, verse 44 says, Now all who believed were together and had all things in common, and they sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need. So here we, we see that the church had this, this love for each other. There was this, they were believers, just like what we heard. Mm -hmm. There's believers in uh, Benet. Yes. And they are believers like we're believers here in Casa Grande or Central Arizona, but now it's coming to the point of how can we help our brothers and sisters? You know, mm. we, we if we have these uh, things of the world that we can bless our brothers and sisters with, then it's clear that we should. And yes. there's a blessing in that. Yes. You know, because Jesus goes back to saying to his disciples later on in in his ministry, he says, "They will know you are my disciples by what." By the love that we have yes, for, for each one other, another. For yes. each other, right? Yes. One another. Yes. And, you know, 
yes, we can celebrate and we should celebrate that we know Jesus Christ, but now let's take care of each other because we are mm-hmm. a family. We are one in Christ Jesus. Yes. And and the Bible also says, I, I think it's, it's Peter also, that once you are in Christ, there is no Gentiles, there is no mm. Jews. Amen. Yes. So, please, my brothers and sisters in Christ, as you listen to this, please pray about how God can use you to support us. Amen. Well, that's going to conclude this episode of The Gate. Peter, thanks for joining me, man. Thank you very much, my brother. Yeah, I'm excited for you, and I'm excited to see what God's going to do with Rethink Africa. Amen. Amen. Uh, The Gate is a show that focuses on the events, the happenings, the people, and the places within our local communities here in Central Arizona. Until next time, God bless you all.